Hello, and welcome to the Philosophical Angle Podcast with your host, author Chris Angle. Hi, this is the Philosophical Angle Program, and I'm your host, Chris Angle. I'm the author of four books on philosophy, one of which is The Philosophical Equations of Economics. And uh, if you'd like to uh, contact us when you, uh, after you see the video, hit the uh, comment section on below or the, uh, and hit the, the like button and subscribe if you, if you haven't already. Along with me is my colleague and co-host, Rick Samuelson. Rick graduated from Yale and has MBAs from Tufts and Wharton. And he's an independent venture capitalist out on the West Coast. Good to see you, Rick. And you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And the purpose of the philosophical angle is to examine the concepts and ideas in current media. And uh, <clears throat> one of the things that's kind of been happening recently is uh, is uh, Silicon Valley and uh, the censorship. And so we got to ask ourselves, why does the Silicon Valley censor conservatives? Uh, and the obvious answer is, of course, that uh, they're, they've become liberal leftists, and uh, liberal leftists don't want certain people of society to have certain thoughts. Uh, <clears throat> read 1984, perhaps. Uh, and uh, so we ask ourselves why, and uh, it's because they are advocates of controlling society. And why is that? Well, it's because of five principles of the political philosophy of the leftist society, and we're going to get into that in a little bit, but first we need to make comment on the origin of political societies. And uh, so we have to go all the way back in order to, to understand that there really are the, all political parties and all their variations come from uh, two sources in history. Uh, one is the uh, the kings and queens or the chieftains of the tribes, and because you have ones that have uh, who have and who have evolved upward in society, and then you have the have-nots, the the people that work for the chieftains, the the, the workers, the serfs, uh, the people that work for the kings and queens of society, the proletariats and the slaves, and and. Uh, <clears throat> And the proletariats and slaves, uh, they, the, these individuals act upon the, the first dictum of life, which is that all life seeks that which is good for it and continually seeks that which is good for it. And, and additionally, they seek equality before the law uh, in pursuing this first dictum of life. Um, which is to say that they strive for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And so, that's one segment of society, the, the worker, the, the, the serf, the, uh, the proletariat. And the, on the other side are the kings and the queens of, throughout history for the last 5,000 years. You have the, uh, and we're going to call those the haves, because they have everything of society, because uh, they take everything from the serfs, from the slaves, and use it for their own good, for their, uh, uh, f- and while they seek uh, goodness for themselves. And as society grows and becomes more complicated, and as commerce grows, uh, the kings and the queens needed uh, nobles. Uh, and uh, and as society even grew even larger, they uh, uh, the nobles needed their associates, uh, uh, facilitators, 
uh, a group of facilitators in, in as the government grew and in modern days democracies and the modern day societies uh, the nobles and associates are replaced with the the government bureaucrats and in addition to uh, government bureaucrats they're uh, their, uh, the corporate management in, is included in those facilitators, and they are uh, and they are all needed in order to uh, to, to control the the have-nots. And these are the wor- in, in modern-day society, these have-nots are the people who show up for work and uh, and pay taxes, and their taxes go to uh, supporting the uh, the government bureaucracy and the the kings and queens, which are really now called the president and vice president. And, uh, in, in modern day society and, and uh, they do this because uh, of control they need control in order to uh, to take your tax your, your hard work uh, away from you uh, in the form of taxes and so um, uh, the haves can be uh, controlling because they believe that the nature of the people that work the serfs, the proletariats is that they are inherently bad people and so the left have the view of those who are not leftists, that uh, that they are inherently, uh, by their nature, uh, those people are bad. And um, some of the haves believe that uh, the have-nots are, are, are bad because they are also not of the social class of the haves. And, uh, and you can look through history and see how the, the kings and queens have always looked down upon the uh, uh, the, the the slaves and serfs of their societies, and they've always had a look down upon them. And uh, and then of co- and then the second reason uh, that the haves uh, view society is that uh, they believe that uh, that these people are inherently bad. So for these two reasons, they uh, <clears throat> they look down upon the the lower echelon of society. And and uh, these facilitators, uh, the bureaucrats, etc. Control the have-nots through uh, motivation. Is uh, in addition to uh, to to uh, uh, regulations and uh, uh, and uh, through uh, and through they also the control uh, control them through negative knowledge and negative knowledge plus force equals control. And examples of ne- negative knowledge are are the rules and regulations and laws of society. <clears throat> and uh, the example of motivation is uh, giving people um, welfare so they don't have to work in exchange for their vote and loyalty. Um, which the, which they, the, um, the haves have, have done in, in society. And uh, uh, the haves will think that they are providing and, and should provide a, a, a social network for, for the have-nots. And and uh, and from this belief uh, uh, was born the concept in the 1800s of uh, noblesse oblige, uh, and uh, uh, and societies uh, leftist societies have uh, incorporated this into their uh, uh, into their political views, and you just have to look back at the communists and and the fascists and the socialists and the kings and and queens of of all throughout history, and uh, and, and from this. Uh, uh, you can see that uh, 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 they are uh, uh, front, they have uh, evolved uh, the concept of uh, noblesse oblige, and uh, and there, but there are five principles that uh, the haves need 
uh, five principles of political philosophy that we uh, should point out here. Um, and these uh, and these are one the noblesse oblige. That's the first one. And then the uh, and then the dictum uh, the, that we mentioned that the uh, the law of the uh, uh, of the good that uh, all of life uh, looks to uh, gather that which is good for them. And then you, but now we have to add in the Lord Acton principle that absolute power corrupts absolutely. And this is uh, this is. Uh, this is used by the, the left because what's well, not really used by them. This is a, a consequence that uh, that they've become corrupt in their mind because when they get absolute control over society, it interrupts their uh, their their the necessity of them to cooperate uh, with anybody else in society, and so the kings and queens of society never had to cooperate with the have-nots. And when they don't have to cooperate with anybody, like the kings and queens or Stalin or Mao Zedong, they become corrupted in their mind, as, uh, as Lord Acton pointed out, because they didn't have to have cooperation. And when you don't have cooperation, you don't need respect. And if you don't need respect, you look down upon others and think of their value of them as very little. And so this corruption of thought happens as control of society increases. And now uh, we have to add in one more principle. And we're going to add St. Augustine's principle of libido dominandi, which means that always somebody comes to dominate others. And there's a will to dominate by uh by people, and uh, and as uh, you all have to do is look through history and see the justification for that. Always kings and queens rise to the top, and uh, <clears throat> and then the last uh, we've already mentioned the last principle, which is that the uh, uh, that the have-nots are inherently not good people, and so uh, looking upon these principles, we can see that um, the haves will tend to control the have-nots, and this oppression of the have-nots will get worse over time. And uh, so, uh, uh, so there are some that who do not submit to control of the have-nots and, uh, and they do not want to be serfdoms, uh, be serfs for the rest of their lives. And they don't want to be slaves for the rest of their lives. And they want to, and as a worker bee, they want to get better and, and they employ the first dictum of life to get better and to seek more goodness, and uh, they want to pop out of being um, uh, being in the lower echelon of society, and they they try to break out. But the left looks at this, and they they must uh, they want to prevent this by, and and they will prevent this by controlling the have-nots. Um, and one way to control is to uh, limit the knowledge available to the have-nots, which is effectuated by limiting free speech which is being done gratis by the big tech companies as they have graduated and uh, become members of the facilitator class and of the class of the, of the haves. And, uh, and you can see uh, that, um, that 
this necessary control of the have-nots means uh, uh, that they'll want to keep everybody in society, everybody equal, and so that there are not anybody uh, who pops out and becomes of the facilitator class. And that's why they want to limit your knowledge and keep everybody down. Rick, what do you think of this? Is this uh, what do you think about the uh, the free speech problem of uh, the uh, society, the uh, the Silicon Valley people uh, limiting free speech in our society presently? Well, let's let's recall how we arrived here. Had it not been for the pandemic. Uh, it's inconceivable that we could have reached the point where uh, Silicon Valley writ large would uh, censor not only the president but also the conservative platform and, you know, frankly, a bunch of others. Um, the left has found, you know, the perfect tool to exert control. Uh, and as we uh, look out into, uh, frankly, the near-term future, uh, I can't imagine they wouldn't go back to that tool again and again. Um, this this notion that the pandemic's going to end in the next few months um, is, I think, uh, misplaced hope. Uh, the current version of the pandemic may end, but surely it will be, it will transmogrify into something else, perhaps a new variant, perhaps a new strain. I, I don't know what form it's going to take, but they have found the magic bullet for exerting control over a society's degree, you know, we really haven't seen before. Maybe not since the Civil War have basic civil liberties like the writ of habeas corpus been suspended. So we're seeing a replay of measures taken during an all-out war, um, which is astonishing. And it's all happened extremely quickly um, to the point where I think, you know, those who would resist are still trying to find their feet and fully understand what has happened and what is about to happen. Um, I think they have put forward um, a broad agenda, at least uh, in principle, that allows them to uh, take unconstitutional measures um, for the foreseeable future. And there are two there are two planks to this that give them a freedom of movement, frankly, that they didn't have before. One is this notion of modern monetary theory, where deficits don't matter. So the notion of a budget is, is irrelevant in that kind of context. The government can raise as much money as it wants to do whatever it wants, uh, the assumption being that uh, the U.S. credit, the credit of the United States, will always remain uh, AAA. 
and you know, arguably the best credit in the world. Now, that in time that will be tested, right? Britain once had uh, you know, the key currency and um, best credit rating uh, and dominant currency, and that all went by the wayside. So, you know, things change. Uh, but for the foreseeable future, the fact that this is a an operating principle for the left gives them enormous power. Now, combine that with the fact that it, the use of national security and terrorism laws uh, is already being discussed with respect to any opponents of Biden and company and you have the perfect mix for being able to spend as much money as you want for all the programs you want and uh, the ability to shut down any opposition whether it's in print, online by way of assembly um, you know, by way of going to church uh, all of these basic freedoms are being are, are, have been challenged and are going to continue to be challenged. So we have before us, it appears, an extremely toxic mix of policies that you know, inevitably will provoke resistance. What form that resistance takes uh, remains to be seen. That there will be violent elements of it uh, is almost certain. Um, but uh, the United States is, is now entering uh, uncharted waters, at least uncharted in a way that we haven't seen for generations. If ever. Right. So basically you're saying that COVID and terrorism is going to be used as a, as a tool by which further control over society will be perfected? Yes. And how fast do you think... ...more COVID uh, alarms. Why would they ever drop it? However, commerce is, uh, will be slowed down. Is, is, that a, is that not a concern for the Democrats? No. The reason it's not a concern is they can borrow and spend as much as they want. So I, could, I can easily see deficits uh, throughout this current presidential term of... One, two, three, you know, four trillion. And what will this do? Have to pay people not to work, right? And will this, will this not affect the stock market? Of course. How so? Well, as they increase taxes, that is another plank. That's the you know fig leaf in all of this, uh, and it, it's their bid to pretend to be fiscally responsible as they raise taxes uh, whether it's in the form of uh, income taxes or capital gains taxes whatever it is um, you know, cash flow is going to be reduced asset prices must fall okay very interesting and more of this in coming weeks I think uh, that will come on the uh, this program so um, thanks for that Rick and uh if you uh, thought this program was uh, of value, hit the subscribe button and, and the like button. Thanks very much, and we'll see everybody very soon on The Philosophical Angle.
Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Philosophical Angle Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and join us for the next installment.